This is Hashtag History, episode 48. I'm Rachel. And I am Leah. Oh, that was so um, <laughs> sex operator oh, of yeah. you mm. is what I was trying to say. Yeah. And I am Leah. <laughs> Maybe that was too much. The guy that would be like, much. can I get someone else? Or, yeah, you're we, a little too serious Yeah, a little too me. much. <laughs> anyway, this week we are bringing you an episode that we literally teased at in our second ever episode about the lost colony of Roanoke. Did you remember that that's when we first brought I, this up? I do remember like vaguely we mentioned covering this. At some yeah, point. yeah. That was when it was, was literally our second ever episode. So like two months ago? Yeah. <laughs> you mean like 200 years I ago no i can't yeah. tell which it is is yes. it two months or two thousand years <laughs> they both feel the same so this one has been a long time coming this week we are talking about the true story of pocahontas namely her relationship with good old john smith johnny boy Here's some quick facts that we will learn about her in this episode. Number one, her real name was not even Pocahontas. Cool. Number two, unlike the Disney movie depicts, she was likely only 10 or 11 years old when she first met John Smith. Gross. Yeah. Number three, she did not have a romantic relationship with Smith. Good. Number four, she did not save Smith from being executed by Powhatan. Mm -hmm. And number five, she was only 20 years old when she died, and her death may or may not have been murder. But before we dive into any of that, let's dive into this week's drink. Yes, please. I'm Rachel. And I'm Leah. And this is Hashtag History. The podcast for both history nerds and history haters alike. Where we dive into history's greatest stories of controversy, conspiracy, and corruption. Okay, this week's cocktail. It it looks so good. Yeah. Um I'm very excited. Me too. I will be leaning on a recipe based on the factually inaccurate Disney Pocahontas. I think. I think that it's like based on Disney. Okay. I think that it's like one of those copycat recipes of something that's served in a Disney park or something. Oh, okay. Then I already like it so much more already. (laughs) Like even more than I was already excited about it, I'm extra excited. Yeah. But let's be clear. While we need to acknowledge that it is almost entirely inaccurate, the Disney movie, we all can continue to love that movie for its nostalgia and the banging soundtrack. Yes. That's what I would say. And I say that about like Hamilton. Stop knocking Hamilton. Just because it's not 100% accurate. Have you listened to that music? Because it's banging. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's banging. Yeah, it's banging. Um, that, That is why today's cocktail like I said, I think, is based on the Disney portrayal of Pocahontas, but I had trouble finding the exact recipe, so I kind of just made it my own. But again, I think if I remember going back, it's based on, it's like a copycat of a Disneyland recipe or something. I love it. So it's called the Pocahontas. Loving it so much, even though that wasn't her name, but it's cool. Yeah, not (laughs) accurate. Uh, So it contains frozen pineapples, coconut milk, some OJ, and a shot of rum. God. What's not to love? What's not to love? I love all these things. And I will say it is the color of her uh, 
her dress, her outfit that she wears. Yeah. What would you even describe that as? Her tube top. Her tubey. Tubey. No. (laughs) Yeah. So you you blend it all up, and Uh but the texture is supposed to be more frothy than frozen. So I don't think we succeeded in that. But um, but frozen drinks are my fave. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it turned out like this. Mm -mm. Right. (gasps) Clinky. So excited. I would say less cocoa. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like this much less milk, this much more pineapple. Mm-hmm. But I do really, really like it. Even having said that, I you gonna finish it? Oh no, I am finishing it. Yeah. Um, what would Does I? Does it remind you of the breast milk? Of uh, the breast milk. <laughs> the uh, what was? What was that? What was the name of that one? <laughs> Puente. Puente. It was the Puente punch. And what Puente punch? What was in it? Breast milk. <laughs> It was not breast milk. <laughs> what was in it? Um, condensed milk. Mm. An orange, orange, and condensed oh, milk. Oh, God, it was so gross. Yeah. That was so gross. Um, no, it does not remind me of that. This reminds me of my favorite drink from season four. Yes. The banana. What season are we on? Yeah. The, season the Dole Whip. Yes. It is very similar. If we put a frozen banana in here, it'd pretty much be the same. This is bomb. I'm going to put it at a nine. I would put this at a 10 if there was this much less of the milk and a little more pineapple. Yeah. This is so good. Sweet. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to put it at a 9 as well. We're on a roll. We're on a roll. Thank God, because the beginning of the season on average was like <laughs> 4. Yeah. We, we haven't even had any like medians, like 5 or 6. No. Every cocktail has either been like a 3 or 4 <laughs> or a 8 or 9. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a roller coaster, guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us on this roller coaster <laughs> now <laughs> before rachel rachel it's fine i go by whatever <laughs> <laughs> before rachel takes over this episode i wanted to give a little backstory on the mythical if you will side of the subject we'll be discussing today yay i think we're all at least peripherally aware of the myth of pocahontas and john smith Thank you, Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you, Disney. (laughs) In this mythologized version of history, John Smith arrives in the Americas and falls in love with Pocahontas, daughter of a Native American chief. Um, And then their love and union may cause some tensions and some trouble for both groups. And at some point, Pocahontas even saves John Smith from being killed by her own father. Yeah. But in the end... They their love brings together the natives and the colonists in some form of understanding and mutual respect and some banging musical numbers to boot. <laughs> um, but reality, we will soon find, was not so nicely packaged. Yeah. So I super appreciate you diving into that. Number one, because it allowed me the time to finish my cocktail. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, because that is the story we are generally led to believe And what's really interesting is that, again, yes, Disney had a lot to do with that mythical story, mythological story. The 1995 Disney film is massive. I mean, I I know that there must be people that have never seen it, but yeah, I don't I don't know those people. (laughs) We make a point not to know. Yeah, we make a point. That's one of the first questions we ask. (laughs) Um, But I myself have seen the movie probably a hundred times. It grossed $346 million at the box office and received two Academy Awards for 
the music. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible movie. And so I think we blame Disney primarily for our misperceptions of the true story of Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. But we also have to keep in mind that like they're a children's like yeah. production company. I don't necessarily think they they didn't sell it as the true story no. of Pocahontas. You know what I mean? Right. No, and that that's uh again I, I just see the parallels with Hamilton is that also is a semi family friendly movie that needed to be marketed to a wide audience. It's not going to contain all the awful things about history. Yeah. A lot of people are gonna probably hang hang me hang me on the line for uh defending evil Disney. Yeah, I know. It's okay though. <laughs> we miss Disneyland. So much. Like they can take my money. <laughs> I know, just take it. Just take it. Uh, Anyway, so we do blame Disney primarily for misperceptions, but actually it was John Smith himself that began these fabrications. Wow. It was Smith that marketed their encounters as this grand love story when that is not at all what happened. Specifically, that story that you mentioned earlier, Leah, about how Pocahontas saved Smith from being killed by her tribe. This may have never happened, or at least not in the way Smith told it. His accounts have been widely debated because he was a known over-exaggerator. In our second ever episode about Roanoke, in which we first teased at this topic, we talked about how Smith's accounts of the Roanoke colony even are difficult to believe. We know for a fact that Smith wrote of this story of Pocahontas saving him in multiple different versions. So what of this is true? But I just find it interesting that we primarily blame the 1995 Disney film for our misunderstanding of the true story when this false story has been circulating for hundreds of years. And let's be real, like, a lot of our histories are misrepresented. Totally. In every way, shape, and form. Because history is human. A human wrote it down. Yeah. So it came from their perception. But before we get into this false romance, we need to learn some more about Pocahontas. And I will also say that this has to be one of the most difficult episodes I have ever put together because there are just so many different theories, accounts, and opinions out there. It's literally exactly what you just said, is there are just so many stories written down by humans that have faults and different perceptions and perspectives. And and yeah. Yeah. So much of her story, it's just, it was difficult to nail down. So much of her story is fabricated and whitewashed, Mm -hmm. but also so much of her story from the Native American perspective was passed down via oral tradition. So it kind of changes ever so slightly over time. There were discrepancies galore from all sides. So I just want to address that really quickly. Like I mentioned at the top of the episode, Pocahontas wasn't even her name. She was born most likely in 1596 as Matoaka. Pocahontas was a nickname given to her, which essentially translates to playful one or ill-behaved child. That's cute. (laughs) Yeah, that made me think of a, what was Catherine the Great's nickname? Something. Oh, Finch or something? Fike. Fike. Yeah, (laughs) Finch. (laughs) Uh, Pocahontas, she was the daughter of Chief Pohatan, a chief over an alliance of about 30 tribes that all spoke the same language that in total consisted of some 25,000 people. To simplify things, us white people have given the chief the name Pohatan and also refer to this alliance as the Pohatan tribe. So you will hear me at times kind of use those terms interchangeably. I... I'm guilty of now doing the exact same thing, but to be truthful, um, so much of my research overgeneralized things. And so I didn't have 
a whole lot of great information to go off of. Mm -hmm. As chief of the Powhatan tribes, tradition was that one woman from each of the 30 tribes would be sent to him to birth a child. The mother of the child would then take them back to her tribe where she would raise them before returning them to Powhatan. And then that mother would be allowed to remarry. And these children of Powhatan were to be the next leaders. And while there is the connotation that Pocahontas was some kind of princess with an eventual claim to the throne, this isn't really accurate. Basically, the next leader went in the order of oldest son to youngest son and then oldest daughter to youngest daughter. So Pocahontas was way far down the line. There's some discrepancy in this dependent upon what source you read, but legend has it that Pocahontas' mother died during childbirth. And so Pocahontas was not returned to her mother's tribe to be raised, but was actually raised directly under Powhatan. And thus she became his favorite. Mm. Even though she was favored by her father, the chief, Pocahontas would have had a relatively normal life for a girl her age. She would have learned how to farm, to cook, to make houses and tools like baskets, pots, and spoons. She would have known how to cut hair, how to make clothing, in addition to other skills specific to women like bearing and raising children. It was in 1607 when approximately 100 English settlers, all men and boys, first arrived and founded Jamestown, which was about 12 or so miles from where Pocahontas lived. John Smith was part of this group of people that came to establish England's first permanent settlement in North America. Interestingly, Smith, who was 27 at the time, was actually under arrest for the majority of the trip across the ocean. He was charged with mutiny, and a plan to execute him was made, but orders from the Virginia Company placed Smith as one of the leaders of Jamestown. Virginia Company. <laughs> I love it. So we're just going to do that throughout the episode, oh, right? Yeah, all you, the references. If, yeah, if you, At one point, if I bring up the colors of the wind, we yeah. may have a musical break. <laughs> so once they landed, uh, Smith was set free and essentially put in charge of the new colony. So that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. We know about Jamestown from our history textbooks. The fact that they were able to sustain any sort of livelihood is a bloody miracle. They settled in a super marshy part of Virginia, which was essentially a breeding ground for mosquitoes. Additionally, they arrived during a severe drought and at a time when it was too late in the year to have a successful harvest of crops. Within only months of their arrival, some 80% of the settlers had died. Damn, I didn't realize it was that much. Isn't that insane? Whoa. Food was not a thing, and <laughs> food was not a thing. And we know that the settlers would oftentimes take advantage of the kindness of the Native Americans and steal from their food supplies. And here is one of the first times that John Smith contradicts himself. When he meets Pocahontas the following year in the spring of 1608, he says she was 10 years old. But years later, in another letter, he would say she was 12 or 13 when he first met her. Mm. And he meets her under potentially crazy circumstances. According to Smith, he was captured by Powhatan's brother and was brought before the chief. And here's where things get super fuzzy. Leah, you talked about it briefly earlier in the episode, but from the Disney version, what essentially happens in that scene where Pocahontas' dad tries to kill Smith? She throws herself over him and protects him. And then everybody's like, what? And she's like, I love him, father. <laughs> but I love but him. But I love and, him. And the best part is the the strands of her hair like blowing across Always, her face. Always, the whole oh, movie. Yeah. So good. It's so good. It's so... That movie gave me unrealistic hair goals. 
unrealistic. You want to know the best part about the Disney movie is the part they actually cut out the song. The, oh. If I never knew you, I whole life through. Oh, yeah, that's what it goes up. The best part of the movie is the part that cut out. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> The truth is, we just don't know, other than the fact that this encounter very likely never happened. Here's what we sort of know. After Smith's capture, he was brought before Chief Powhatan, who had Smith's head placed upon a stone, and someone nearby was prepared to smash his head with a club. But just in time, Pocahontas rushed in and placed her head on top of Smith's to save him from execution. So where does this story even come from? In 1616, in a letter that Smith wrote to Queen Anne of Denmark, these are the words he used to describe the event, if you don't mind reading it, Leah. At the minute of my execution, she hazarded the beating, okay, she hazarded the beating out of her own brains to save mine, and not only that, but to pre- but so prevailed with her father that I was safely conducted to Jamestown. For one, I believe almost nothing that comes out of Smith's mouth. Yeah. So did this event actually occur? I don't know. But if it did, it is very, very likely that he misinterpreted what was happening. It's possible that this was not an execution. It was actually more of like a ritualistic adoption ceremony that they had. We know that Powhatan told Smith following the ceremony, or whatever you want to call it, that he considered Smith a part of the tribe. What we do know for sure, though, is if this was an execution, there is no way that Pocahontas, who was a child at the time, would have been in attendance. Regardless of whatever the heck happened, if anything happened at all, we do know that Smith and Pocahontas did develop a friendship. Powhatan, in an effort to create peace, had his daughter Pocahontas oftentimes deliver food and supplies to the colonists, efforts that quite literally saved the lives of many of the colonists. We also know that Pocahontas was friendly with other children in the English colony and was spotted doing cartwheels with some of the English boys. Hey everyone, I'm Kelly. And I'm Emily, and we're from Whining About History. Ever notice how women seem to be missed, forgotten, or maybe even purposely left out of history books? We did, so we decided to take the his out of history and make it herstory. Each episode, we discuss the lives and general awesomeness of these historical wonder women, all while having a glass of wine. Or maybe a bottle. Come join us on all of your favorite podcast platforms at WAHpod on Instagram, WAH underscore pod on Twitter, and at Whining About History. Remember, that's no H or E in whining. See you you soon. soon. Cheers! In 1609, Smith was injured in a gunpowder explosion incident and had to return to England for medical care. You mean he wasn't shot by his own own people? Who was he shot by? Was he shot by Thomas? Was it Thomas or was it? No, it was uh, Ratcliffe. Who shot him? Yeah. It was Thomas. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It wasn't true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we trying to remember stuff that didn't happen? (laughs) Yeah. So he was injured in a gunpowder explosion incident, had to return to England for medical care. Powhatan and Pocahontas were told that Smith had died upon returning to England, and Pocahontas did not go visit the colony again for several years. In fact, following Smith's return to England, the relationship between Powhatan and the colony suffered significantly. Mm. We don't know much about Pocahontas over the course of the next few years. Other than that, we believe she did marry a man when she was about 15 years old. Any guesses as to who she married, Leah? Cocoam? Cocoam. Although that may be incorrect pronunciation. It might actually be Cocoam. 
Oh. I've heard it both ways. Not sure if I trust the Disney version Probably or not. Kokuam. I'm, I'm going to guess whatever the opposite of Disney <laughs> yeah. is. So then it's Kokuam. <laughs> Although it is not specifically written into record, and this is all my own personal speculation, the fact that Kokuam was not a chief and was not of high status suggests that perhaps Pocahontas truly married him for love. Aww. I know. Which was very contradictory to the story that Disney tells us. Records do tell us that they had a son together. And here is where the story gets horrific. I'm ready. Beginning, you ready? You're ready. Yeah. Beginning in 1610, we have the first of what would be three Anglo-Pohattan wars. These were wars fought between the English colonists and the Pohattan tribes. There are a number of reasons for the start of this war. We have the obvious and blatant disrespect of the Native American land and cultures on the part of the English colonists. We also have English colonists regularly going in and stealing food and supplies from the Native Americans at a time when Native Americans were like, fuck that, and decided to stop helping the ungrateful and unprepared Englishmen. Yeah. We have the colonists settling in lands occupied by Native Americans already. And we also have stories of horrendous rape. Remember that Jamestown at this point is primarily all men and boys. Because of the climate of Virginia, many Native American women wore very little clothing, and upon seeing them, the colonists would kidnap and rape them. At a time when hundreds more people showed up to Jamestown, even though there was no food to sustain them all, and at a time when Smith had already returned to England and Pocahontas had moved on with her life and was no longer serving as the symbol of peace between the two groups, all-out war broke out. Even though Pocahontas was no longer serving in this official capacity as a peacemaker, she still, of course, had a very deep interest and desire to bring peace to her people. So in 1613, when she was told by a few Englishmen that they wanted to discuss forming a peaceful alliance with her, she followed them onto their ship. What she didn't realize was that she had been tricked and that they were holding her for ransom in exchange for the return of some of their men that had been captured by her father, Chief Powhatan, and for the deliverance of supplies and tools. Mm. Pocahontas was held captive on the ship for three months. Whoa. Remember, she is a brand new mother that cannot see her baby. In addition to that, legend has it that her husband, Kukuam, was killed when he attempted to rescue her. On the part of Powhatan, he only returned about half of what the colonists demanded, and therefore they refused to return Pocahontas to her people. Pocahontas became extremely depressed, and her captors feared her survival because she wasn't eating. She wasn't eating. <laughs> was like, That's about it. And, no, that was it. <laughs> There are some discrepancies in the treatment that Pocahontas received as a prisoner on the ship. She was a prisoner on an English ship, kept from her newborn baby. Her husband was possibly killed in his attempt to rescue her. It goes without saying that she suffered severe mistreatment. Yeah. But according to oral tradition, Pocahontas later told her family that while she was on this trip, she was raped repeatedly. I was going to, I mean, it's <sighs> terrible, but I was going to say, like, how could she not be? Yeah. Like, yeah, that I mean, that instantly goes to mind. Like, well, of course she was. Yeah, she was alone. Yes. Yeah. A, a beautiful woman alone with no protection. Yeah. Why I say there are discrepancies in this account is because some historians have totally disagreed with the idea that Pocahontas was raped while a prisoner. They disagree because rape was so reprehensible to Native Americans and had the colonists committed this act of violence against her, it would have gone against what they were attempting to accomplish here, which was to form a peace treaty. But we'll circle back to this and why I believe Pocahontas was indeed raped while a prisoner. 
After about three months of captivity on the ship, Pocahontas was then transported to Henricus, an English settlement in Virginia. While here, a minister kind of took Pocahontas under his wing and began teaching her how to read and speak English. He taught her how to dress like an English woman, how to behave like an English woman, and she was converted to Christianity. Mm. Sounds familiar. Mm. If you all have not listened to the episode we released a few weeks ago about the American Indian boarding schools, I highly recommend you do so because we discuss these exact same themes, stripping Native Americans of their culture, converting them to white society and Christianity under the guise of these educational boarding schools, which were operated from 1860 to 1978. The beginning of these schools was more than 200 years after the conversion of Pocahontas. This is the conversation we need to keep having. I think it's a conversation that we have begun having this year, Mm -hmm. that even when we recognize that things are wrong, we continue to do them for hundreds upon hundreds of years. Our founding fathers knew that slavery was wrong. They wrote about abolishing slavery at the start of our nation, and yet it continued for another 200 years. And we're seeing that here with the mistreatment and blatant disrespect of Native Americans as well. Absolutely. At this point, I had to, when I was putting together this episode, I had to like triple check my dates because I was like, oh, we we just covered mm-hmm. basically this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And then to see that the dates were 200 years apart. It's so disheartening. I mean, even look, compare it to nowadays, Native Americans are still severely mistreated. Yes. Yes, you're right. So just. And and the ends uh, the end of the boarding schools was seventy eight. Can't do math, but like forty ish years 30, ago. Thirty forty, yeah. And yeah, so add another thirty four years onto this continual generational mistreatment of Native Americans. At this point, Pocahontas. I can only imagine. This is me speculating, but I think she's feeling a hundred different things right now. I think. She's been taken away from her newborn baby. Her husband has maybe been killed. She has been held captive and stripped of her culture and people. But I also think she's hurt. Her dad had the opportunity to rescue her, but he didn't. The following year, when she was allowed to see her father once more, she told him so when she said that he valued her less than old swords, pieces, or axes. I can imagine she is feeling betrayed and I think very likely brainwashed by the colonists. She told her people that the colonists loved her. It is around this time that Pocahontas was officially baptized and given the Christian name Rebecca. While she was in Henricus, she met a man named John Rolfe. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, from Pocahontas 2, which we don't speak. No. Oh, my God. I think I've only seen it once. I've only seen it once and it was to say that I'd seen it. No. If... Pocahontas 2, you know what, though? Pocahontas 2 was very, very bad, but I still would put it above. Did you ever see Cinderella 2? Yeah. I actually watched Cinderella 2 multiple times. But not because you liked it. No, absolutely not. Okay. Oh, my God. I was going to have to, like, question our friendship. I really was. No, I just, like, it was on TV, so I watched it. Um, But I couldn't couldn't even tell you how it rates because I don't remember anything about either of them. Yeah, I don't remember very much other than like, this is very bad and I will never watch it again. Even as a kid. No, it was as a kid. I was like, this is awful. Yeah. Um, The other one that's really bad is Mulan 2. I never watched Mulan 2. Do not ever. It's actually, I would put that one below all of these. So I'm saying like, if I had to watch a Disney princess sequel again, it would end up being the Pocahontas one because that one was probably the best amongst Mm. them. And that's saying lots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Disney, Disney, uh, C studio. Cause those were the straight to, to VHS, uh, yeah. videos, uh, produced by like the Disney, not even B studio it was the C studio. Um, not, not the best. No, it, it, your, your C studio is showing. <laughs> <laughs> your C's are showing. So. Yeah. Your C's. <laughs> so yeah, she, she meets, John Rolf. Rolf is a widower, a little more than 10 years Pocahontas' senior. He had made a bit of a name for himself in Jamestown. We've already discussed it a hundred times. We know that Jamestown really struggled. Rolf helped to shift course. When he came to Jamestown, he brought along with him a seed that he had brought from the Caribbean. This seed was tobacco. Mm. With Pocahontas' help, Jamestown would end up exporting 20,000 pounds of tobacco per year. Wow. So did Rolf love Pocahontas? We don't know. For one, he was a little more than 10 years older than her. She was only 16 or 17 when they met. And we know that Rolf needed the collaboration of the Pohatans to help him in learning the techniques of growing tobacco. And what better alliance could there be than marrying the daughter of Chief Pohatan himself? Rolf wrote to the governor to request an interracial marriage between himself and Pocahontas, which would actually become the first interracial marriage of the New World. In this letter, he seems to allude to the fact that this marriage was a business tactic and not an act of love. He said that he was, quote, motivated not by the unbridled desire of carnal affection, but for the good of this plantation, for the honor of our country, for the glory of God, for my own salvation. Hmm. And this business tactic paid off because with their marriage in April of 1614, they ushered in a time of peace that would last for eight years between the Native Americans and colonists known as the Peace of Pocahontas. By most English accounts, we are told that exactly nine months after their marriage, Pocahontas birthed a son named Thomas. But from oral tradition from Native Americans, they say the baby was born long before the marriage. Mm. And this here is why I'm convinced that Pocahontas was raped and impregnated when she was held captive. Mm. We know from our research when putting together the American Indian boarding schools episode that a goal of Englishmen from the day they arrived in North America was to civilize the savages, a.k.a. Native Americans. And she was using air quotes there, guys. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you for that clarification. That was all air quotes. Whew. So as a source of propaganda and to hopefully get more investors for the colonies project, the Virginia Company of London decided to have Rolf and Pocahontas come to the come to the England. What did I say wrong? No, nothing. I'm just I was fighting going Virginia Company <laughs> of London. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, to come to England to show her off as a civilized, converted Christian and English woman. Again, air quotes. <clears throat> All the air quotes. All the air quotes. John Smith, remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was still alive and well in London. And when he learned that Pocahontas was coming to England, he wrote to Queen Anne of Denmark and told her that the English people better treat Pocahontas. Did I say something else wrong? No, I just, they better treat Pocahontas with respect. Yeah. I mean, that's what he says. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he wrote that the English people better treat Pocahontas with respect because she was a Pocahontan princess and was the reason for the peace in North America. And they did just this. Rolf and Pocahontas became somewhat of a modern-day celebrity couple, and the English people obsessed over them. 
They were invited to several parties where Pocahontas was paraded around as a princess. One such party was before the royal family. In fact, if you check out a picture here, Leah, this is a picture made of Pocahontas while in England. Um, and this is our only picture of her. None of the other yeah, pictures this are is, correct. Yeah, this is the one, you know, I remember seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks ridiculous. Yeah. Let's just put that out <laughs> <Redonculous>. there. <laughs> um, she's like in a tall hat and she's got the like Elizabethan um, frill, frill collar. collar. Yeah. And that's all yeah. I have to say about it. No, she, she looks ridiculous that we know from uh, historical records that she often try times oftentimes tried to like rip her clothing off because she was not used to these like restricted. Oh yeah, you can. I mean, even in this depiction of her, it's a drawing. Like she looks fucking miserable. She looks <laughs> miserable. And then the inscription that was around um, that. Yeah. Um, you can. I mean, you can't really. I don't know. Uh, you can't really print, make it out very much. I think much. it's like Prince. Pohat Tani Imp Virgin Virginie Moatoka Moataka How do you say Matoaka. it? Matoaka as Rebecca Villa Hutton. I, I wasn't gonna um, yeah that, I'm gonna cut I wasn't gonna out. make you do that. I was going to show you what the English translation. Is. Oh. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we're going. We're we're doing this." <laughs> yeah, if you, I mean, I I've, I've translated it for you. Thank you. It <laughs> reads Matoaka? Matoaka. Matoaka, alias Rebecca, daughter of the most powerful prince of the Powhatan Empire of Virginia. So he now is an em- emperor. Yeah, no, and that's exactly it. Is there like m- was she a princess? Yeah, I guess. I, it's it's Hard to compare cultural, like, it's different. Yeah, it's different. And, like, her claim to the throne was, like, basically non-existent. But, yes, once she came to England, she was, like, paraded as this princess. Yeah. And, yeah, it was an empire. His, his, the chief's tribe was an empire. Months into their move to England, good old John Smith came to visit. And Pocahontas was pissed. Remember, she thought he had died. She was furious it had taken him this long to come visit her. She was also pissed about the way that he and his men had treated her father, Powhatan, and their tribe. The visit was short and cringy AF. (laughs) In the words of John Smith. (laughs) JK, but sort of. (laughs) Early the following year, the couple and their son decided to return to Virginia, but after a dinner on board the ship with her husband and none other than the man that had originally captured her (gasps) back in Virginia, Pocahontas became severely ill and very tragically died at the age of 20, possibly 21. The majority of accounts say she likely had pneumonia or some other sort of lung disease, but there's speculation that perhaps her death was planned and that she had been poisoned. There's speculation that now, having lived in England for some time, she was prepared to return home and attempt to return to her people. And the English would not let this happen. She was buried in Gravesend, England, on March 21st, 1617. And while we know she was buried at St. George's Church, the exact location of her remains is unknown to this day. Rolf would continue on to return to Virginia, leaving his son with relatives back in England. Maybe he's just a jerk. 
But many have pointed to this very decision to prove that their son, Thomas, was not Rolf's son, that Pocahontas had been raped and impregnated prior to their marriage, and Rolf therefore felt no fatherly love for the child and therefore was okay with leaving him behind when he returned to the New World. Mm -hmm. Pocahontas, though so much of her story is unknown, misconstrued, misinterpreted, and misrepresented, was a symbol of peace. She became a diplomat at a very young age, creating peace and harmony between her people and the colonists. We shouldn't romanticize her life. John Smith has done enough of that. (sighs) But there's a reason why she is important and why she should be recognized as a symbol of strength and peace. And that is the true story of Pocahontas. Mm. But did she paint with all the colors of the wind? But of course. (laughs) But of course. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hashtag History. The picture we described of Pocahontas will be shared on our Instagram. And all sources used to put this episode together can be found on our website at hashtaghistory-pod.com. You all know the drill. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you use. Share the podcast with your family and friends and then give us a rate and review. And be sure to check us out on Instagram at hashtag history underscore podcast. And finally, be sure to come right back here next week because we will be revealing our season finale surprise. And I am seriously so, so excited for what we have in store for this one. I'm so I'm, I'm, this one I'm nervous for. Yeah. We'll reveal it next week. Yeah. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> English Beatles. The English people. Thicker. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't remember. It was the name of the woman. What's her name? Mendoza. No. Who are we talking about? Oh, Puen- Puente. Puente. It was the Puente punch. And what- okay, and here. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Did I say that word right? I'm going to be honest with you. When I read what you wrote, I was like, damn, she knows a big word. I don't know how to say that word. I'm dead serious. I was like, and then even, so I thought that like a couple of days ago when I read this and then right now when you said, it, I was like, all right, cool. No, I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. It's a word. Look at it. It's not underlined in no. <laughs> Myth Mythologize. Myth. Mytho- Mythologize. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. There. There. <laughs> There she blows. <laughs> John Smith arrives in the Americas and falls in love. Did you love- say that whole line? Mythologized version of I history. I don't to say it again. <laughs> I just, I'm not positive if you said okay. it all. Sorry. In this- you're going to listen back and you're, you're going like, to be like, bitch. really, dude, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. Baskets. What is putts? What are putts? Pots. <laughs> what are putts? <laughs> Even though Pocahontas. Am I saying her name weird? You I did feel that. Like I'm stuttering. We know of, we know of our research from our research. We know from, I don't know. <laughs>